2: Welcome to My Third Eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, to natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome, Welcome to My, to my third, eye. third Eye. Shit,
0: man. Yeah. I gotta watch that. I want you to watch the Bigfoot doc, dude. If you like those yeah. uh, Discovery or whatever, uh, those Bigfoot docs. I'm my buddy a... is like,
2: I'll do that oh, tonight. Actually,
0: you should, man. Like, I was really impressed with how with how my uh, my buddy Ben Ingram Tejada. He was fucking awesome. He's my partner, um, dude. He did a fucking great job. I was like, I'm not. I'm not saying I was doubting him, <laughs> but <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like. Dude, I was really surprised how well it turned out. And, and he is like obsessed with those shows. And so he kind of uh, there's definitely a dramatic flair that kind of felt like I was watching Discovery, you know, a Bigfoot hunt.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another fun, exciting adventure into my third eye. Yes, uh, this week I have uh, a little bit of a swap cast. Uh, we recorded this. To put on each other's feed um so it was like kind of a me interviewing nate from reality Zars and nate interviewing me but it kind of turns into just a free flow conversation um i highly suggest you go over to his youtube and uh look up reality Zars, and that's with a c c-z-a-r-s reality Zars, scroll down and um look for his uh, it's just a 30 minute uh bigfoot documentary that that he put together uh he lives in the pacific northwest and you know hey if i lived out there i'd go looking too and also you can go to anomaly hunts on youtube i think that is the documentary uh side of what he's doing over there and uh go give him a like and subscribe uh same with my youtube give a like and subscribe you know, hey, I always say I don't care if you watch or listen. Uh, just just hit the subscribe button. You know, pushes the numbers up and, you know, hopefully one day I won't have to go in and work for the man. You know, I can get a little extra money on the side. You know, upgrade uh, my equipment. I mean, fuck, I'm running on Windows 8 here, people. Uh, I'm surprised I get half of these episodes out on time. But that's not your problem. That is mine. And I am working on that. Also, uh... Don't forget to hit up the Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast, three and $5 tiers. You hear it every week. Uh, $5 gets you the most bang for the buck, gets you the full episode of talk to tavern full episode of, uh, uh, my weekly episodes and you know, Hey, it, it kind of helps put a little extra money, you know, so I can maybe at the end of the year, pull it out and maybe buy that laptop or buy, buy a roadcaster. You know, I, I do have a, a small mixer, but I'm kind of leaning towards the Roadcaster. I think uh, there's a lot I could do um, with that in the future, like have guests call in or I could do interviews over the phone. Because I know I would love to have Zachary King back on, but due to his health and not always having um, a, a, a health assistant, it, it it's hard for him to do interviews through zoom so it's easier to do over the phone and with my setup i can't do that right now um but uh, having said all that i I can't thank all the patreons enough for all your support and love and this episode is just fun i mean we we even talk about new beavis and butthead uh highly recommend just download uh the the uh the the shit now i'm drawing a blank on uh uh, the (sighs) wow dead air dead air dead air drawn a blank on the paramount plus uh app for roku or your smart tv wow you know see you're getting you're getting real deal here folks you know i don't i don't edit this shit out you know if i fuck up and sit here and stutter and clamor you know i always say i'm half i'm halfway retarded so uh, but download the Paramount Plus, watch the new Beavis and Butthead. If, if you're of the age of Beavis and Butthead and growing up, you know, in high school or whatever, it, they they keep it real. You know, I, I watched it Saturday, drank a couple beers watching it. It was funny. It it, it really was. So, uh, seven-day free trial, you can cancel at any time. So, you know, hey, I, I, sometimes I like to go the cheap route. You know, I, I'm, not, I'm not all about paying for all these... <sighs> Stupid streaming services. And you find that out in, in this episode too. You know, I, I got rid of YouTube TV. I do have to find a way. So if there's somebody out there, reach out to me, mythirdipod at gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram at podcast. I want to find a way because I, I heard rumors that there's a new way to stream NFL games through like a downloadable app. I don't know if it was ESPN Plus or something else but you know i'm a packers fan I, I would yeah i had i had the the nfl sunday ticket for years it was that was the hardest thing for me to get rid of was that package plan with direct tv but i did it sometimes you know i do have a vpn so i can bounce around and hopefully maybe watch it through yahoo sports on my phone but it's just, you know it's not the same you only know, you want to put it on the big screen you want you want the the sound bar and the bass to kick in and you know throw some beers back no hey it is what it is anyway long intro i love all you guys thank you for the support and enjoy this episode
0: all right welcome everybody uh this is a swap cast Uh, i'm hanging out here with ghost from my third eye uh and i am super stoked to be here with him this is also nate from the reality Zars. we're doing a swap cast uh ghost how's it going brother
2: going good man how are you
0: dude i'm I'm doing pretty good doing pretty good i've been this is my last day off i've had five days off in a row it's been pretty nice
2: oh hell yeah yeah i well i had uh i had a three-day weekend you know with with today being labor day and everything yeah it's always nice to have a few days off and just fucking relax and do whatever you want and not have to go go in and answer to the man
0: hell yeah dude yeah it was uh it was my birthday weekend sort of so they we get a paid day off for work uh on our birthday which is nice so that was Thursday so I took Friday and so that I've had you know are you Saturday, Sunday, Monday
2: you're not in the building trades are you? no okay the only reason I ask is my company does the same thing and yeah, my company is nationwide, and I was like, "What are? What would be the chances of us working for the same company?" Yeah.
0: It's a small world, man. Yeah, it, it could is. happen. Yeah, I'm in the I'm the culinary. I'm in the food service industry. Oh, nice. I've been a chef for oh, yeah. I've been cooking for over about fuck man, like 12 13 years, something like
2: that. Oh yeah, yeah. I love cooking, man. I food. Oh, I love food
0: well that's what got me dude i was just i was a fat kid that wanted to eat you know that's, uh, yeah,
2: yeah. why not got me, why like, not go yeah. to go to school and learn how to make the good shit
0: yeah once i realized that because man I, I grew up fucking broke dude i was a poor kid and I, I would always look at like fancy food shows and shit and then i realized i could do that you know And that's kind of what got me into the and then dude you always get a free meal at work yeah yeah. I mean, when you're, when you're a chef, you always get a fucking free meal. So, like, I, you know, I'm getting paid. I'm cooking good food. I'm getting some food in my belly, you know. That was – and actually, you know, I don't know if I've told this story on the show or not, but I might as well. So uh, what got me into cooking in the first place? Well, first of all, I liked cooking. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that was, like, some of my first memories with my mom uh, were, like, making tortillas with my mom. Um, and so I, I enjoyed cooking, like, and I enjoyed eating. Um, but so then I went to culinary school when I was co-enrolled in high school. I think I was like 15 and I was going to like, a, like a culinary school and I flunked out. Cause I was like, you know, it's like shot beers and shit between class and smoking bowls <laughs> and stuff but I passed my serve safe exam. So I had like a serve safe certification and I, and I picked up the basics cause I did like the first, whatever, like the, you know, mm-hmm. and so they teach you how to make stocks, like soups, you know, sauces, how to make, you know, dumb shit, you know? So I had a little, I had a little bit of actual professional, you know, some knowledge behind me. And so then I walked into a restaurant and just started asking people for a job. And so my first day, um, I can still to this day, I don't know about you ghosts, but I'm telling you right now that I can chug a beer faster than any living man on the planet.
1: Nice. I just,
0: that's one, that's a specialty. That's like a, a thing that I can do. Um, and so I was boasting about that. I think I was probably 15 or 16 and I was, I was in a, uh, in one of these kitchens and they're like, no, you can't. And they're like the bartender can chug a beer faster than you. She can, she can chug a beer faster than anybody. Like she's beat everyone. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm telling you that I can. No, I'll beat her right now. And so it was like the end of the shift. They had already given me like a shot at tequila, which I thought was cool. Like I was like 15 years old, getting right. some booze and like <laughs> eating some food and like. Uh, so, anyways, the bartender was really cute, dude. She had she had some big old boobs, and so she had like made a fucking bet with it with me and like everybody there that like first of all, people like putting money in a hat, like. Mm-hmm you know that sort of kind of betting thing and and then she was like if you beat me I'll show you I'll show you my boobs like and I was like okay and so just, <laughs> boom, I was done with my pint of beer and so then I got like 30 bucks because people had been like throwing bucks and she showed her she showed me her titties I was like this is the career for me yeah that's it I, I was like all right I'm I'm a cook now yeah
2: I, th- I think I'd be hooked too <laughs> you can't beat that chugging chugging was never one of my strongest points um I, I i can i can drink them fast i was just never able to uh you know that that trick where you just open your throat
0: and just boom everything just slide, like like doing just a bo- yeah, yeah it's literally bo- just was- open your throat and go, oh yep and if you want to be faster than people you have to suck it down too you have to go like this like get this the flow going and then just open your throat and go damn yeah there's a secret to it mm. yeah yeah, I never. You, you, never you can feel it. like shit after, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, shit. I used to pay bar tabs when I was a young man, at, like because I would like just find some big old broy guy, some dude that thought he was tough, you know that sort of mm-hmm. thing. But I bet I can be, drink a beer faster than you. I guarantee you, I can drink a beer faster than you. And then so we, he'd be like, "Yo, whatever, bro." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm telling you, I." This little beaner over here is gonna drink a beer faster than you. So then we like put our cards up, you know, like to the bartender and put our tabs on the line I'm like boom, like this, be done. Like, all right, thanks for the beers. And I, you know, just walk out. <laughs> hey,
2: when, when you when you're good at a hustler, why why not exploit it? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I it, would it
0: was that and uh, shuffleboard, man. I'm oh, really good at shuffleboard.
2: I haven't played shuffleboard in years. One of our I think the last time I played was that one of the local vfw's and it was right before they remodeled And when they remodeled they got rid of the shuffleboard which i don't i don't know why dude it was so much fun just i i I mean i wasn't super great at it but it was just so much fun to play and i was like man one day i would
0: love to have one of those in my house dude they're sweet yeah i think they take a little upkeep uh but not too bad you just got to keep them like yeah just keep them really nice and smooth, and then use that little that shit, that, that sand, the yep. silicone.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that those were always good times, man. Just going in there, throwing some shuffleboard down, and or or the old, uh, the old. It was kind of like a, a shuffleboard puck, only it was bowling, and the pins would come down on the machine, and you'd throw it down, and you try you try to bowl that way. That that was that was always
0: addicting too.
2: But you know, you start you start going beer for beer, <laughs> you can get pretty drunk quick.
0: You get pretty drunk quick, yeah, yeah. No, th- those were good times. Those, were, those were my early twenties, just being a complete debaucherous piece of shit and nice. paying for my my tab every night, either doing shuffleboard or my fucking beer chug trick.
2: Yeah, there you go. I mean, what? Man, I I need to find a good side hustle that I can I could exploit that. But I'm I'm well past my twenties, so I don't think it'll work because I don't go I don't go out to the bars too much anymore. I just I stay home and drink and podcast and watch the occasional movie here and there you know what i mean
0: yeah same here man yeah m- m- married kids the whole like yep. so i'm not going out to the you know i'm not going out to the pubs no, anymore.
2: no no so i did notice uh a few weeks ago man it's probably maybe closer to a month you went out searching for sasquatch how'd that go
0: it was awesome man that was a lot of fun yeah we we put up our first documentary nice and uh it was a lot of fun, dude. Yeah. We had a really good time. Um, uh, spoiler alert, we did not find Sasquatch, but we <laughs> we found a lot of cool evidence of Sasquatch and we definitely felt his presence. And I, I think we found a pretty cool, uh, a footprint too. Oh, sweet. And, uh, yeah. It was pretty neat, man. Have you seen the documentary yet?
2: No. Is that on YouTube?
0: It's on, it's on our oh. YouTube. It's on a rock fin. And okay. it, it's on, so, yeah. So I think it's on the reality czars, uh, uh youtube but it's i'm pretty sure i uploaded it there but it's also on our um our new feed there it's called anomaly hunters that's our mm. that's our little like production company i think we're going to start a series of documentaries which is going to be a lot of fun
2: anomaly and controls.
0: uh my partner there ben dude he did a fucking great job dude
2: nice because you're a killer you're,
0: job at putting that thing together
2: you're in the pacific north northwest if i remember right correct
0: yeah 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 so you're in the just, hardest i'm northwest of portland uh but yeah we went yeah we went to like mount hood area and yeah oh
2: shit dude there's tons of fucking reports out of mount hood area mm-hmm. <laughs> holy fuck
0: dude it's some of the most like remote beautiful areas dude it's ridiculous those meadows out there There's yeah. just like streams and creeks running through them and like just like thick ass woods and Nobody for miles.
2: Oh, that'd be man. That's perfect. Perfect and and maybe scary in a slight way, especially if you're out there looking for the big hairy guy. Because I've always had a, a a fondness for for Bigfoot. I've always been I've been a believer since I was a little kid. When I lived in, uh I grew up in, oh, born in Gillette, Wyoming, and we lived in um down in the southeast corner of Idaho, uh Soda Springs, Pocatello area, and. Uh, till i was what 10 or 11 or something like that but i i, I remember going camping I've, I've said this a few times on, on a couple episodes or whatever but going camping as a kid and you know you're, you're talking with your friend be like yeah over in california or washington you know i heard there's bigfoot over there and you're talking at night and then you're getting each other scared and you're like oh fuck what if we
0: have bigfoot here and,
2: you know so it was it's i don't know always been a been a strong passion of mine
0: same man i grew up actually in uh northern california the eureka eureka area out there uh humboldt county and uh so out in the sequoia giants and he is definitely out there in those woods yeah. so i grew what those were my stomping grounds man just running around the forest all day nice. and i've run into bears a lot i never did run into sasquatch down there yeah i'd say every about every month i'd run into a bear
2: nice yeah i remember camping <laughs> When being little out in Idaho and what have you, and you'd be walking down down the trails and you just see the the claw marks where they're they're sitting there clawing on the trees and shit, and you're just like,
0: Holy fuck. Well, you know? do, do you guys have grizzlies up. out there?
2: We only have black bear in Pennsylvania. Okay. Grizz- we did in, in Idaho. In and, Idaho, yeah. that's what I was gonna yeah.
0: say. We had grizzlies yeah. there.
2: So I mean it was but I, I was more Idaho, scared man. of moose.
0: Idaho's so awesome.
2: moose terrified me more than anything. Do they really? Yeah, they're fucking mean ass
0: motherfuckers. We ran into a moose. The wife and I, uh, so this was like three years ago. Yeah, three years ago, we took a, this was on our our, our anniversary, what the hell you call that, our honeymoon. So mm-hmm. we went backpacking from, well, we started on the Oregon coast and then like we made our way across Oregon and went up to the, man, what, anyway, some crazy big mountains up there. And then we went into Idaho and we went into Montana and we went into Wyoming, and just did like we kind of backpacked and camped all like the whole way across that way. Oh wow! And, dude, some of the most beautiful country yeah. in this fucking country, dude. Some oh, of totally. those beautiful places, dude. And it, it's certain places that we were at. They were like, like where we were camping. They're like, you're fucking bear bait. <laughs> like oh, where, yeah. you're at. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like,
2: <laughs> hey, come come eat me. I'm a I'm a nice human wrapped in a in a nice uh sleeping bag bun you know what i mean
0: yeah we only did see one bear and it was like the last day as we were leaving we were like leaving the grand tetons mm. and uh we saw we saw one like young bear and he was by himself we're like well if his mom's around this is a, you know this is a good time to get the fuck out of here <laughs>
2: yeah totally yeah i, I miss it out uh, so bad um i hope to get back out there and, and, or move out there, uh, in the future. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the future holds, but man, my heart has never, it's, it's, it's never left Idaho. You know what I mean? And, and Wyoming, Wyoming, like, I, I just Idaho. love it.
0: We fell in love with Idaho actually when we were on our, on our honeymoon, dude, I know so much fun. No, it's like we beautiful. stayed, um, well, we stayed mostly in Boise, um, but we went like north of Boise and we just found this place. We actually just call it home is what we mm. call it. We found this, uh, this it's called Lucky Peak Lake. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with that at all. Mm. And uh, it's just this weird, crazy long lake. And um, dude, we just found these like free camping sites all, like across this lake. And it's just the most beautiful place in the world, dude. It's like remote. We were just walking around naked because, like, there was nobody out there. Oh no! So nice. we just walking around naked. <laughs> I had my belt because I had my gun on my hip the whole time, and we were just, you know, because Idaho's great. And yeah, yeah, you
2: can't beat Idaho. I'm trying to look up to see kind of exactly where you were talking
0: about here. Yeah, Lucky Peak Lake. It should be northeast of Boise. So Boise
2: National Forest trying to find a lake might you might
0: you should be able to just googie uh, googie <laughs> call lucky peak lake let's see here. lucky peak lake Idaho oh. yeah there we there go we the are. reservoir in Idaho Okay, lucky peak lake it's by foot park yeah lucky peak yep. lake state park oh damn dude
2: that's beautiful country
0: yeah, was there's down. nothing like it it's it, so fucking nice
2: i if you go down to uh down to the southeast corner you'll see bear lake that's where we did a lot of our camping as a kid it was out on bear lake because the bear river actually flowed through kind of our backyard well not backyard it would have been the we were surrounded by farm fields so it'd be on the edge of the uh farmer's field he used to pull pull water out of that to, for irrigation and, and ship for his crops but oh man and then bear lake actually had natural hot springs in certain areas pouring into it so you'd, you'd swim over there and i mean it'd be hot but it's mixing with the cold water and you're like oh this is
0: great so
2: i miss that's all that's cool shit. man yeah there's a lot
0: of like weird volcanic uh activity in that area huh oh like, yeah totally. all the way from like wyoming montana yeah idaho that whole area there
2: well that whole area is actually a super volcano which is what yellowstone national park actually is i mean all that stuff that you see bubbling up and steaming and old faith faithful going off that's just build up pressure just trying to release so and i don't know i don't know if you've seen any documentaries and, and what have you what they predict i mean if if that ever actually fucking erupts we're all Dude, dead we're, we're fucked we're We're, <laughs> yeah, fucked. we're all dead <laughs> it's gonna take out a shitload of people
0: but is all of north america gone at that point
2: um pretty like, much there's... all the west coast and the east coast will still kind of be here it'll take out parts of canada and maybe down into mexico maybe but the ash fallout is what's going to Really, fuck everybody, you know, because it's just gonna like over here. We'll be, uh, what what did they say? Because this was a few years ago. It it was like feet of ash that we'd be covered in. I'm like, holy fuck, you know, because
0: well, it's also gonna like create uh, an artificial winter, right? Because it's gonna block out the sun. Yep, and so then we're all just gonna be completely fucked. Yeah, yeah, and that's gonna be global. Yeah. It, so
2: pick it, for the audience picture like a nuclear winter that's exactly what it'll, yeah. what it'll be like i mean you're, you're, yeah i i just i hope i don't ever see it in my lifetime i love uh i remember we were chased out of yellowstone this is when my mom was pregnant with my sister um we were going back one of the they had like a they were boardwalks ba- basically through the through some areas of the park and we started getting further and further back and we noticed we weren't coming across people and we're like okay you know no big deal whatever but that does happen well we start hearing an elk bugle and we were there in the fall so it was rut season and we get down and all of a sudden this big bull elk is in the wood line and we're like oh shit so we start we need to make our way back and he sees us and he's not scared he's he's coming towards us the only thing that stopped him was the sulfur springs um the sulfur mud pits were kind of in front of him so he couldn't come directly do we i remember my dad and my mom or my stepdad and my mom like we need to get out like they they were scared so we we boogied and then finally came across some people and were like don't go back there you know there's a freaking elk and rut trying to trying to find some pussy Or you know they probably didn't see yeah. that but you know what i mean like it was it was weird it was it was kind of scary
0: dude i tell you yeah i mean they those animals like people don't think about them being dangerous like it happens every year it actually happened i think like two weeks after we left uh there was some chinese tourists that got too, and it was a lady that got too close to a buffalo oh, <laughs> she's just idiots. like yeah and just like because they think it's like a zoo they mm-hmm. just come over here like uh they don't get it I guess i mean because i yeah i'll i'll tell that story later but <laughs> like i guess this buffalo just grabbed her and chucked her dude <laughs> just oh, like killed the shit out of her yeah
2: <laughs> it, you see it all the time it it just happened uh my because my aunt and uncle and my cousins live over in wyoming and i remember them sharing on i think it was facebook another dumb tourist in uh uh yellowstone walking up thinking oh look it's a big buffalo it's it's furry and friendly and it fucking like you said lowered its head fucking just wham and fucking killed the dude it's like <laughs> these people like you said think it's a fucking zoo and it's not
0: yeah 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 i mean it is it's a different experience right because like people think that they're seeing these yeah it's it's fucking weird dude because like uh when i was a young man we went to africa i was probably about 14 and we went to a safari and a safari Mm -hmm. is about as close as it gets to like what like yellowstone is it's like a big open air sort of like and all the animals are allowed to do whatever you want and so like there are like Dude, there's, there's parts in the safari too, where there's like, like touristy areas and there's like buildings and restaurants and stuff inside of the safari. But like, you got to think like at any time, there's no barrier, there's no wall. So like a lion could come up to you and just fucking get you at any time. Yeah. So it's kind of a, it's a weird thought. Cause we're like, well, we're still inside of this fucking safari. I know I'm inside of like a restaurant right now and I'm going to walk to my, like walk to the van or whatever, but like, but could a rhino come get me? And the answer Ooh. is yes, it could. Yeah. So and I've got a story about that, too. But uh, but like so as we were there, I guess a bunch of Chinese tourists had tried to go and like take pictures of lions and try to get really close. And a bunch of them got eaten. And so mm. like so like <laughs> when I was there, uh, they had a bunch of brand new signs in Chinese because of like like no stupid yeah. don't <laughs> don't what? get clear I, I don't
2: i don't I, this is going to sound harsh i don't see how people can be that fucking stupid to think it, it, do they have this false sense of reality that they think because we're in like a, a state game preserve or you know like a, in a safari, safari type setting that these animals have human interaction on a daily basis and they're friendly and want to come up and lick and play with you and go fetch a ball. It's like, no, no, they don't. <laughs> they, they, their instinct is kill, eat, drink, sleep. That's it. Yep. That's your existence or in breed. <laughs> so,
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it. yeah. And I, I was young and stupid out there just having fun. And so like, I was like lifting up rocks and like, they kept telling me, don't do that like there's fucking black mambas and shit and and so i fucking lifted up this one rock and there was a spider the size of my fist dude like closed fist and this thing was going it was like hissing at me and like raising its arms up and and the fucking i i think we had tried to figure this out what kind of spider it was years later but like uh the guide that was with us he was like oh no no very deadly very deadly (laughs) stay away from this thing it was fucking crazy man like we we i was just stupid but that same guy like so we had saw like a whole like field full of rhinos like and they Mm -hmm. were all laying down and so like there was a tree and i like crept up behind the tree and i started like taking pictures and um and I was probably only like 40 feet away from these fucking rhinos, dude. And, and the, and the guy kept saying, get closer, get closer. (laughs) So maybe it's their fault. Maybe they're giving bad advice. They they need some retraining over there. So like I was getting closer and I probably came within like 30 feet of them. And then all of a sudden they either smelled me, heard me something, you know, I stepped on a stick and they all stood up at once. And I was like, holy, holy shit. shit. <laughs> and then I like got behind the tree and they all just ran like this and like really close to me within like wow. five feet of me. <laughs> I was like behind the tree and my mom's like a hundred feet over here with like back of the van with the guy. And she was like, what the fuck? You <laughs> <He> like <laughs> thinking I was about to get stampeded, you know? Oh uh, man, that'd be true.
2: That, that man, that <laughs> I could not even imagine because I'm sure the ground was just fricking Mm-hmm. rumbling with them running by like that i think i probably would have shut my pants
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know i, I was stupid i'd probably I'd probably laughing or something i don't know yeah <laughs> hey, no that's... i definitely i think i was scared i think i kind of i'm sure i was scared
2: <laughs> yeah hey get closer get
0: closer okay all right <laughs> oh shit <laughs> well cool man you started a project right
2: uh side project. Yeah. encounters yeah. yeah with with shane so uh shane jones from inquiries of our reality we uh we we were i had him on my no i was on his show and we got talking through the episode and this and that and all of a sudden like a light bulb went off and i was like well i'll just wait till we're off the air because you know just to see and i asked questions I said, hey you want to start a, 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 another podcast with its own RSS feed. He's like, on cryptids. I'm like, yeah, exactly, Uncryptids. And, and just whatever. Just aliens, this, that, and then whatever. And he came up with the name Bizarre Encounters. And he had one of his guests reach out to do some uh, intro music and stuff like that. And So we we haven't released an episode yet. But we've kind of finalized on the, the, the I guess, the format of the show like we're gonna have guests on but until we get you know obviously bigger and up and running and more people want to come on uh we're also gonna do like a like a weekly thing where he'll pick like a maybe a cryptid or two or i'll pick like a weird encounter or uf just something different and odd and research it a little bit and then we'll just bounce it back and forth between us and and you know go that way and when we when we have guests on you know obviously you know interview them but yeah we're stoked and we i've been promoting it over on on at my uh side and so is he but like i said we were shooting we were gonna we were thinking about releasing the first episode this week but i think we might push it back till maybe closer to the end of um september just so we get more things finalized and what have you maybe get a a little buildup of, of a little bit more guests just in case people, you know trying to do that and then i'm over here on on my end releasing three episodes a week you know and and it's mad crazy so <laughs> just yeah I'm hustling I and grinding out. and hustling and grinding
0: i was pretty good about releasing i was putting out three episodes a week but like the last couple of weeks i've been fucking slacking yeah it's hard <laughs> i
2: mean like when we get done with this interview i still have to uh finish up some editing and because normally i release uh the patreon uh talk at the tavern on sundays but with it being the holiday weekend we were kind of busy doing this a little bit of this and a little bit of that i was like well they'll understand you know so i'm gonna release that and then you know release the first hour and then usually on wednesdays i release my regular episode and then wednesdays wednesday or thursday you we, we try to shoot for wednesdays ryan and i record uh um conspiracy in the news so and then that that gets released on friday so it i try to stick to the schedule but man phew, it hopefully with, with the summer kind of coming to an end and, and fall i'll have more time but like we get really super busy this time of year at work with you know because i I deliver shingles and siding and windows and, you know, so every, all the new home builders are building and everybody wants to do a new project on their house. So, uh, and that, and I don't understand where they're getting the money to, to, to build these days, but hey, well, still that's doing what it. I was
0: going to ask, man. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. People are actually building and stuff. That's great.
2: it Yeah, it is. Like we have one. When you make decisions
3: for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer.
1: One of our
2: customers, it's a good sign. they go in and I was just telling my wife this, was it yesterday? They'll go in and they'll buy like a huge acre of land, like acres, acres of land and clear it out. And within a year, a whole development's up, up and like they're building a house and it's already sold
0: it's, and it's crazy do you ever wonder who you're making these houses for, or like you're supplying? Like, I wonder if that's like some giant fucking fucked up conglomerate, like BlackRock yeah, some, or something. Cause yeah. Some BlackRock shit could be, you know what I mean? Cause they really want people to not own houses so much as they want them to rent. And so I don't know about that part, but like, I, I know that there were some houses uh, built up like by my old house. Like, so I moved about, yeah, about a year ago, I moved out of like, more of the city-ish like Mm -hmm. i wasn't in portland proper i was like on the west side but like uh it was was still shitty dude it was really fucking gross lots of hobos lots of drugs lots of like hookers and terrible tent city kind of shit and so we got the fuck out of there yeah but really close to where i lived had all been farms for a while right and so Mm -hmm. they the city had basically like taken everybody's farms and uh all this like old acreage dude and just started building these smart these smart uh houses which are i I was like what the fuck is this because like they built this like a cool little skate park out there too and so like Mm -hmm. my son was going out there to go skating and stuff and so then like i'd go and pick him up and stuff and I, i started looking at it and they're all smart communities all these new houses that are being built and like i like, I don't even know exactly what that means. It's like, like you know, the kind of 5G shit, like the internet of things yeah. where like your refrigerator is hooked up to Wi-Fi. So is your toaster. So is like your washer and dryer. Like I have new washer and dryers. There, there's a thing where I could set it up where they're hooked up to Wi-Fi. Why the fuck would I do that? Yeah. Why do like, I need my washer yeah. and dryer hooked up to? Do?
2: I still have to go down and physically put the shit in. I'm going to turn it on yeah. then. You know what I mean? I don't need Wi-Fi to turn it on for me or whatever. Maybe you
0: get an alert on your phone like when it's when it's done and so i have no idea what would you i don't know fuck that yeah i'll just come back
2: in an hour and check it yeah (laughs) yeah i don't i don't these these developments because i'm i'm in central pennsylvania so it's kind of pretty rural where where i live um until you get down to like harrisburg and then western out to pittsburgh and uh, southeast uh down in philly but you know, we're we're pretty spread out. So I don't see any like that smart home technology being um, built in these, these developments, but it's just crazy stupid how fast they're throwing these houses up and they're already sold. Like, and this, this company only offers like maybe four or five different styles of houses that they build. I mean, they have it down to a science and then Yeah, they only offer like four different colors of siding, and like four different colors uh, of shingles that you can choose from. So I mean, it's just boom, 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 and it, it, where these people are getting their money to to buy these houses because they're, you know, they're probably going for at least two hundred fifty, maybe three hundred thousand dollars, easy, easy, and they're not, and they're not super huge. They're maybe like a ranch on some steroids you know take a ranch and throw another story on top of it and that's about it you yeah know what i mean it's it they're not they're not mansions by any means but
0: and they're not fucking they're not even well i mean i'm not saying they're not well built but they're they're thrown together pretty fast with yep. some sort of cheapish ingredients you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's like yeah the ticky tacky houses yeah yeah it's weird I'm, yeah but- we almost bought one of those too because there's a company out here that does exactly what you're saying except this one probably I think I think uh
2: yeah we uh i don't know we lost internet connection for whatever froze out but uh yeah with, with these homes and everything that that I, I have to honestly think that it might be um a BlackRock type entity that might be behind some of these Oops. uh bigger conglomerates and uh, okay
0: you're back sorry yep. man no, i lost sorry. you
2: yeah, uh, I lost you. So I just, I was trying to fill dead air. So
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. No, all I was going to say is like uh, this, I think this company specifically is kind of like for people that want to buy plots of land. So you mm-hmm. just go buy a big old lot and then they'll build build your house on it for you. Yeah. And so that was the route that we thought we were going to go until we found this house.
2: Heck yeah. And when we lost each other there for a second, I was just kind of saying how I think maybe it would. I would not be shocked with like this said uh, housing company, if they weren't funded by an a company that you'd have to connect a lot of dots to get back to BlackRock, so they wouldn't know right up front that they're dealing with BlackRock, but I I wouldn't doubt it. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, these people are, are owning them at, at the end of the day, but they're just, they're putting up so many houses to where, I mean, you're living literally you almost touch houses between each other you know what i mean if you reach yeah, out and, touch and see that's
0: and what they care about dude is the consolidation yeah you know yeah, they want it close. consolidation and concentration you yep. know that's really what it's about they don't want you building your they don't want you to build your own little house in the middle of the woods they want you inside of these smart grid cities so even if your house isn't going to be smart they're going to make that city like on a smart grid and it's going to be it's going to be creepy dude like Like yeah, just that those whole ideas of those like those smart cities and stuff. But like somebody was telling me like about how BlackRock and what's Vanguard, how they Mm -hmm. work. They're so intertwined. They're so like where it's like you might have companies don't know that. I mean, maybe that like the CEOs and shit know, but like people that work there, it's like here's McDonald's and here's Burger King, and they're across the street, and the workers are over there saying like "fuck you," no "fuck you," and they want people to come in. They're both owned by BlackRock, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> McDonald's yeah. and Burger King. <laughs> yeah. So they have this like they have this fake competition that they have between these companies, and they have like little rivalries and stuff, and whatever. You know what? it, they're all they're owned by the same people. Yeah,
2: you know what company? And even I found now. I didn't mean to interrupt, but it, it's the same concept. Um, th- and this was back in probably the, the late '90s, early 2000s when I when I found this out. Energizer and Duracell. Growing up, you, know, you have the energizer bunny, da 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 da, da and no Duracell, so you got the copper top, you know, commercials competing against each other. They're both energized. They're they're energized. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, how yeah. smart is that? You create two two brands, act like they're competing, and you're just driving sales for both. I'm like, that's genius. And
0: yeah, I don't know. And then you get dummies that will have like brand loyalty i only buy duracell yep and i only buy energizer it lasts longer Da-da-da-da-da, little bunny and it's like wow
2: you know so i wonder like about first...
0: like our domestic cars i wonder if like gmc and like ford and dodge i wonder if like those mother corporations that they're all owned by the because you know how some people are like fuck ford yeah i only drive a dodge uh-huh you know it's that like, like, kind fuck of don't drive a chevy And I'm
2: getting rid of my new Chevy for a square body Chevy. (laughs) But it could, I did hear somewhere um, that a lot of those car companies actually share the same blueprints and just change a couple little things and and the name of the car and pump out their brand of it. And it's like, wow, you know, so I would not be surprised if at the end of the day, we find out Ford, Chevy, and Dodge are all really just one company and yeah you know and it goes back to that energizer Duracell thing you're you're still making money hand over fist whether you you know you got your your brand loyalty to this that or that one you know it's it's nuts
0: yeah dude 100 percent. yeah yeah those giant fucking corporations dude i mean that's when we allowed corporations to claim to be like their own person sort of thing, Mm -hmm. you know, where I think that was like the nail in the coffin. Cause like typically like a corporation would just be a group of like people and investors that have a company and they own it jointly and things like that. Like I have no, I have no problem with that. Like that's almost like a, like a co-op kind of like, you know, people like working together and making a company like, um, Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's it's when they become like well, and that's the other thing is that like corporations, the way that they're built right now Mm -hmm. couldn't exist outside of a state. They need that state monopoly and that state control that allows them and gives them those extra privileges.
2: Yeah, and when a company is partnered with a government for such activity, isn't that fascism at its core? even though they exactly. change the definition of fascism but that is actually fas- fascism and
0: it's economic fascism 100 yep. percent, man yeah it 100 percent it, is dude and because like for the longest time I, i'm an anarchist and I, at least i think i'm an anarchist for the most part and I, I was an anarcho-capitalist for a long time and and a lot of goofy anarcho-capitalists will defend corporations and big business and stuff and i'm like you don't understand what you're doing. You don't know what you're defending. You are stupid. That is not That is not capitalism. Like I know that, and that's that's the thing. It's like, they want to put you in this binary. You're either a socialist or a capitalist, right? And mm-hmm. they like try to stick you in this. And so then you, it's like the brand loyalty you know because like these pon- i mean these giant monsters they own both of those things they are the they they are the capitalist com- capitalist countries and the communist countries and they fight them against each other and they build up their military industrial complex and they mm-hmm. you know have them steal all this like tax money and like you know and just fund all their crazy bullshit but really like those same people those hidden hands they're the people that run it all and so then they try to force you into that into that binary of like, I'm either a capitalist or I, I want Duracell or I want Energizer. Right. And so then mm-hmm. you end up defending these giant pieces of shit and these giant like systems of control that literally are enslaving us. Like we're literally in like a debt based like, like yeah. uh, system that keeps us enslaved from the time we're born.
2: Mm-hmm. And you know, man, you can go down even the word magic and, and word play that,
0: you know, what,
2: like going in and saying good morning okay well what are you mourning? you know what I mean or or uh, a mortgage and uh, you know it, it, look at the how that can, it's just the death it, agreement yeah, yeah yeah and it's like wow and I mean they they haven't mastered with with uh politics you know you're left and right you know gotta fight you know and it's like hey idiot there's two wings on that same fucking bird get off, get off the fucking bird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
0: I don't know. Dude, I, I always love that one too. Government, government yeah. mind control. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they literally come out and say it and we're just too stupid. We just... Yeah.
2: And, and then when we do talk about it, you know, people are like, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist. It's like, no, I, I like to think of myself as a free thinker. And you know, it just with a little common sense, you can make your own, you grew up maybe playing um, a a picture called connect the dots. It's the same thing as an adult, only I'm doing it with information and go, uh, you know, using what they're telling us and trying to expose their agenda or their, their lie. You know what I mean? It's not about being a conspiracy tinfoil hat, you know, woo, woo weirdo. It's no, I'm connecting the dots. I want to look into some of this shit and, you know, take, take for instance that that speech biden biden gave why why was the red lighting in the background then you look at it okay well why was he using a green screen you know he uses a green screen a lot so where is he and then you look at some of the poses i mean it was you could put hitler right next to him yeah and it's like dude what are and red is the color of anger okay so they want you fighting they want to rile up the right, so they go out and do something so maybe yep. they can enact because they can law control and... exactly. yes
0: exactly they know how to control angry upset rioting people they don't know how to control people if we had a peaceful revolution no if we decided to walk away if we decided to make our own systems our own like counter economy and just got off the dollar mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna barter now We're going to use this. We're going to go back to gold. Actually, we're going to use gold to trade amongst amongst ourselves. We're actually going to uh, Farmer Ted over here has cows. Farmer Bill has chickens. Uh, I make bread like we're just going to like we're going to have our own self-sustaining community over here. We don't need you. We Mm -hmm. don't want you. I don't want those chicken eggs. I don't want those. I don't want those chickens or those eggs that have been in a CAFO that have like never seen fresh air. have never been outside that are like sick and are about to die. And then you chop it up and you feed it to me. I don't want that. No. And then they freak out and they're like, that's, that's what they can't control. Because like, if I'm holding a flower, it's harder for them to shoot me. Yeah. You know, they, now if I'm holding a rifle and I'm like, fuck you, then it's then they can justify that pretty easily because oh, yeah. they know it's going to be on camera so they want <laughs> me angry and freaking out and so ruby ridge yeah ruby exactly. Ridge,
2: you know and man that's that's one though.
0: that me and my friend are going to do uh we're going to do a special on ruby ridge here pretty soon because that that one's still tragic dude it's yeah. heartbreaking to me very yeah and weavers were it's a fucked up thing yeah and and
2: they think they conned the man the government conned the man into doing it he didn't even want to fucking modify any any weapons but he was like okay you know you belong to my church you know i can do that and it was a setup right out the gate it's i mean i don't want to get down the whole ruby ridge you know topic on on this show especially if you're you and your, your buddy are going to do a, do an episode on it but people go look into it and go look into waco you know it, The Branch Davidians, you know, we were told, oh, he thought he was Jesus Christ and they were doing this and they were doing that and blah, blah, blah. None of it was true.
0: None of it. But even if it was still, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Still, fuck you.
2: I love watching those uh, First Amendment audits on police officers on like TikTok or IG reels where a dude's just walking down this public street filming and they, oh, you can't do that. Or going into government buildings and filming oh you can't do that it's private no it's it's not a private property it's owned by the people this is public and these cops get schooled at one after another after another and some of them you need a you need a
0: license you need a permit to be filming that's only if it's commercial if i'm trying to sell this video i can film here if i want to yeah -hmm. Yeah.
2: and i can i'm covered by the first amendment buddy. you know if, if we don't exercise our rights it's no different than if we don't maybe I'm not the best one to advocate going out and exercising. I mean, I do walk a lot for my, at my job and I do lift a lot of, lot of weight while I'm at work. So I do condition my muscles and my body and and I do get my cardio a little bit and I get my, my blood pumping. You know, it's no different than that if you don't exercise your, your constitutional rights, you know, because if you're not exercising them, people forget about them. And then if you forget about them, they die. And I don't know. The first amendment there, and it's there's a reason why the Second Amendment is followed
0: right after. Hundred percent, dude. I, I want to touch back on something that we were talking about before about us being in a debt-based like slavery society. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I was listening to man, how do I spell his name? Here we go, Cecil Rhodes. Let's see here. So Cecil Rhodes, man, he was the giantest piece of shit in the world. Okay, I was just trying to see what year that was. So he was born in when? Sorry. Cecil Rhodes was born in 1853. And I think he was about, he was in his mid-20s when this was, so this was about like probably 1880, 1870, like late 1870s, 1880s. He was in Africa. He was in South Africa specifically. And um, uh, well, around there, because you know, like um anyways, yeah, he was in the southern area. Okay. And he was running a diamond mine at the time. He had started a diamond mine. And uh he actually first was out there doing cotton. Um And this was a time of the civil war. And so like cotton, America was like the best place for cotton at the time. Mm -hmm. Right. And, but because of the civil war, everything was in chaos and like the cotton fields were burning and shit like this opened the market to like the rest of the world to start growing cotton. So they had started cotton farms down there in Africa. And he, that's originally why he was out there, but he was talking about the natives that were out there. And he was like, I'm trying to motivate these people to work. I'm trying to get these people to come and work on my farm And he goes, I don't want to pay them much. So how am I going to get them to come work for me for nothing? You know, (laughs) and he was like, he was trying to figure this out. And he was like, he goes, how the fuck do I do this? He goes, they grow their own food. They have their own land. So they don't really care about money Mm -hmm. because they don't give a shit. They have enough food to live. They have enough like they have clean water to drink or whatever. And they have their own little family life that they're happy He goes, I'm having a really hard time getting them to come and work on my fucking farm for nothing. How do I fucking do this? <laughs> and so like, you're, you're listening to this like inner monologue of this piece of shit, trying to basically create the first like international, uh, like, like corporate uh, capitalism, like, mm-hmm. like that we know it today. And so like they started doing things where they started like, making them pay taxes for, for no fucking reason. So that was the first thing they started penalizing them and like taxing them for stuff. And so then they would be forced into the monetary system. So you have to have some money to be able to pay your taxes. And so how are you going to get that money? You're going to have to fucking work for it. And so then they were just like, they were doing this and this and this, and they were seizing land. And so then they didn't have, they didn't own the property anymore. And so they didn't have the rights to that property because this corporation would buy it from underneath them. So then they didn't have the, the land to grow all the food that they needed. And so then again, they're forced into the system where you're going to have to buy fucking food. So how are you going to do that? You're going to need money. So you're going to have to work. And so they, they it, this was literally planned they like you can watch them do it from the beginning like starting like so that you are literally forced into this fucking system to be a slave for the system to work to keep the system going mm-hmm. and so that is that's what that's where we're at and I was like holy shit if you can't see the parallels today it's like yeah like you can never own a fucking house no matter what you always have to own some property pay some property taxes you mm-hmm. can be 80 years old and you could have owned this land your your family could have built it and if you don't pay your property taxes they will come and confiscate it because you never own anything you don't own any property
2: no and and it's bullshit like the whole town little town i live in um we, we have to pay for our water and our sewer okay that's with most towns you live in unless you are fortunate enough to maybe live outside of town and have a well and maybe a septic okay well the water in my town isn't even barely like you can't even give it to to infants or toddlers there's just too much uh lead in it, it no there's not lead um i i get these notices every month and i i to the point where now I, I see them i just throw them away i'm like yeah i can't drink my fucking water i get it but we have the highest water and sewer in in, in the county and it's like wait a minute like we're, we don't even have fucking red light in this town I can go four miles into the, the next town, which is a college town. And I, when we lived in there, I was paying less for water and sewer than I am in this fucking town, but I could drink that water if I really wanted to. Um, I, and it, it, it's, it's dumb. And I looked at my neighbor, I said, I'm digging a fucking well. And he goes, they won't let you. I said, you know what? That's bullshit. I said, we need a fucking revolution around here because you know, this kind of, do I own it? Do do I not own it? This and that. If, If it truly is my property, I can do whatever the fuck I want on it. If I want to put a well in, and if I want to put a septic in, I should have the right to do that. Not because you
0: so, some little, but you don't, bur- Yeah, you need some-, some building permits to even build a fucking, like, if I want to build some, I don't care. I, yeah. I literally don't care. And I do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. So that I always have, I've never asked permission because fuck you, but like <laughs> you literally <laughs> have to get permission. If I want to build like a, like a little tree fort in my, in my yard. Yeah. You have yeah. to, you have to have it all in a, accepted by the County and then have pay all the fucking f- permits and all of that. And they can still tell, you no.
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you do it, what's what's the old uh, It's illegal
0: to collect rainwater.
2: Yeah, see that's bullshit.
0: Like gl- fuck you. What do you mean it's illegal for me to collect rainwater? I'm like you can't do it. We'll arrest you. <laughs> we'll fine you or something. No, fuck you. Go fuck it, it's yourself. nature.
2: Yeah. It, it, yeah. it falls freely from the sky. I can do whatever the fuck I want. When I when I hear like states that that outlaw that, you know California obviously comes to mind, but you know you get up that whole left coast and yeah you know, oregon and washington i think i don't know if washington is illegal or not I, I i don't really know but it's like how can you fucking tell people you can't collect something that falls from the sky naturally you can't tax rainwater so how can you tell me yeah, i can't so collect like it? it
0: yeah yeah you know, see what you're talking about too like with uh what's going on in your house is like it's the same thing that happened in uh michigan what was that terrible little town that that, yeah when flint when that shit happened to them man it was fucking terrible it was like so there was these families they they raised the water like so it was so fucking expensive it was like hundreds of dollars to pay for this water that you knew was fucking poison so it's poisonous fucking water yeah. it's going to fucking hurt your family, but you have to pay for it because if you don't have the city's running water, then they will come in and for like uh, they'll say, condemn your house because they say it's not uh, yeah I don't know up the specs or whatever right. so you you're forced to like basically at the point of a gun pay your fucking water or we'll come and take your house. yeah
2: and well look we're, it's 2022 look at Jackson, Mississippi. They 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 have a water problem now too. They have water. They have no water pressure though, so nobody can get their water. And you don't see anybody making a big deal about that like they did with Flint, Michigan. I mean, they're, Peter Ducey, I guess, will kind of push his little pushbacks on the press secretary here and there, but other than that, you don't hear anybody fucking talking. But about he's it. only
0: like, doing it for a gotcha.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, Joe Biden, you're such a failure. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha.
2: But yeah, it's like, because it's Mississippi and Mississippi has this southern.
0: If a Republican was in in office, he wouldn't do that. Yeah. No. He wouldn't get mentioned. Nope. Yeah. But yeah, that sucks, dude. Then
2: again, it's 2022. Why? How do we even remotely have these fucking
0: problems with water? You know what I mean? Like, Like, what the fuck? Because we've destroyed our economy, this has all been done on purpose too. At the same time, this has been economic warfare that has been like used against us, dude. Like that was something that uh, I'm trying to remember who I was talking to. I think I was talking to. uh, anyway, somebody, I'm <laughs> talking <Sorry laughs> to somebody, but like we, we were talking about how this used to be looked at as economic warfare. So like mm-hmm. at uh, like after the, after the revolution, America had, was, you know, our own country and things like that. Uh, Britain was fucking with us. So what they started doing is they started like making a bunch of counterfeit American dollars and flooding the United States with them. Mm-hmm. And so they, we realized at that time that more money like that, all it was going to do was it was going to inflate the currency. It was going to make it worthless. And it ruined our fucking economy at the time. Yeah. Like it really fucked shit up. And now people are like begging for it and are like stoked when we get these giant fucking bailouts. And we start printing money out of the, out of kazoo. It's like, dude, the principles of economics, like economic laws, like have not changed. This is still economic warfare. You're mm-hmm. just too stupid to see it.
2: Yeah. Everybody like, oh, it's a free handout nothing's free nothing's free you know why do you think everything uh all the gas prices and everything else ha- have skyrocketed since biden went into to quote unquote his presidency uh, they need to get their fucking stimulus money back you know what i mean like all, all yeah. those checks that everybody was getting that were were either laid off or furloughed and you're getting 600 dollars extra a week that, that wasn't free you know what i mean i i I benefited from it for about a month and a half, almost two months. I, I was on light duty. I, I fucked up my foot and that kind of came around. They're like, well, we're just going to put you on a furlough so you can still have your health benefits. You're not really, you know, fully laid off, but, you know, open a claim. I was like, okay, cool. You know, and I did, but it was like, Fuck, you know, it, at the time it was like, okay, this is cool. Cause when, when the pandemic first, first kicked off, you know, nobody really, really fucking knew. And I was, I was a little nervous and kind of scared at first but then being off and everybody else being off a lot of people started doing their own fucking research into this shit and was blowing the fucking whistle right out the fucking gate and you know there for a while i was calling it just it's just the flu just a different variant or whatever i do think they took the flu and weaponized it i do believe that this rona strand is something but They fucked up and and it's not as deadly as what everybody was making it out to be. And they fucking trashed an economy over it and trashed everything. I mean, it was just the the last final hurrah to, to to, to shit on to shit on Trump. Now, I'm not I did vote for Trump. I there are things that I've since now found out, you know, him being a Zionist and, you know, this and that i'm not not a big fan of some of that shit did i like the economy that that he helped stimulate and provide fuck yeah i love two dollar a gallon gas you know what i mean i was able to go a couple weeks without having to fill my car up you know and cheaply but it's like you you crashed all this and it, it they've been still doing it and still doing it you know whether it's uh Uh, an attack on trump or now every everybody that voted for trump or as a quote-unquote maga witch because maga means witch in latin uh now we're we're terrorists and this it's it's a constant attack and 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 hatred filled on both sides and and it's bullshit like get out of the fucking way government and let me and the rest of the american people do our fucking thing we don't need you.
0: We don't. We think we do. And that's that's the whole coddling and the like the really just the fucked up things that they've been doing to us. Because like, dude, you you have to look at like, I don't know, like fucking 1850s, a 15 year old, a 15 year old man was a man. He was fucking working. He was probably getting married and buying a house. Yeah. He was fucking working, working his ass off. But like, so we're I'll f- go back to Trump. We're fighting in the Civil War.
2: We're fighting when in the Civil
0: out. War. Exactly. Yeah. They were fucking soldiers, but like as far as Trump goes, man, I think that he was an actor. I think that he played his part, and mm-hmm. I think that he definitely he was definitely part. There are parts of him that sounded great at first, and I and I'll give him some credit as far as him like calling out like nine eleven truth and and like you know saying like we were in Iraq for oil and he like he was he was on point with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And like he I think he tricked a lot of folks. Like he got a lot of people on his side. And, and, like, the whole cube movement was a sad thing in my, yeah. in my fucking, you know, in my book. But as far as them, like, they did weaponize whatever the hell this was. And so, like, it may be, like you said, if it was made in a lab, like, a lot of people do think so, I think they fucked up because this didn't kill as many people as they were planning. Mm-mm. It was not as deadly <laughs> as, as they were planning. But, like, yeah, man. I So the economy wasn't as good as people think it was under Trump. He did. He was, he was actually just inflating this bubble Mm -hmm. like like economically like we were already fucked oh
1: yeah we were so fucked
0: fucked for years we've been fucked forever yeah Yeah. and he was like the last hurrah and it was great like it it did feel good and i think for a lot of folks like like there's a lot of liberal folks that like were democrats that didn't vote for donald trump that i knew for a fact they would tell me like secretly like in the height of his economy when their 401ks were fucking huge they're like yeah, I'm going to vote for Trump next time. Like, my <laughs> 401k is looking good. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, he's mean or whatever. He says shit about Mexicans, but like, my 401k is great. Yeah. Um, but then they did. And I think that was basically to. Attack the right I think that was an attack Like it wasn't necessarily on Donald Trump Because I think Donald Trump was just playing his part But I think that was an attack on like capitalism It was an attack on right wing beliefs It was an attack on like all these like Small government kind of bullshit You know those types of folks that like Like patriots Mm -hmm. And so COVID came And it was also a great excuse For them to pop the bubble Because that bubble was going to pop regardless Like our economy was going to go Fucking haywire, and we've known it, man. Like Ron Paul's been calling it out for fucking decades, dude. That's who I I originally
2: was on board with. I was a Ron Paul guy, and you know, I always thought his dad was a little, little loopy. But now looking back on what, what, or no, Ron Ron, is his dad. Ron is his dad. I always thought he. I was a ram I wanted Rand. Rand Paul guy. Uh, But I did like Rand. Yeah, I was a. You You know, he come out. He's like, I'm gonna abolish the fucking IRS. I'm like, fuck yeah, do it. We don't need it. You know what I mean? And he just didn't, dude. Didn't, if you watch
0: those old videos with Ron Paul, like back in the eighties, like he would get invited to like these Christian groups and stuff, because like he is, he was a Christian. Like he is, he was a Christian. He
3: was a doctor. He was a family man. He's like the same well, where do I start? I'm bad shit. What you read in the covenant is cap. I was bred by the government. Back check every head when it come to this upside down system. Had enough of it. Another sapien that's on the globe. Lost code, looking for the direction, but don't nobody know. The only bit of insight that they ever sold me, I've been starting to find out doesn't really hold. Every half a piece of shit hidden in a tie. High motives to align goals. Cheating on your wife, my ties at the ninth hole. Someone gotta die. They don't care. They itemize souls. Hit jobs from Botox to lipos light bulbs. light bulbs in my head of where I might go I'm on a tightrope, walking this edge And I've been wondering if anyone loves me Shit And I've been wondering if anyone loves me Yeah, fuck And I've been wondering if Hey, keep on calcifying glands with your fluoride while I flow ride. The valor of rhyme, I'm flying high by the seat of my pants. A beat speaking to me, no, I'm talking back every chance. Hoping one day I make it overseas into to France. But in the Northwest, I trip without a traveling band, yeah.